Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we delve into the darkest recesses of the internet to find something interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt Metronome Hart Heron. Uh, I'm Jeff Beating of a Thousand Butterfly Wings Kowalski. I'm Louisa Clockwork Peach Heron. Is this because you played baseball during World War II? (laughs) (laughs) What's this now? (laughs) The Rockford Peaches? I don't know, that's what Uh, came into my head. Okay. I was thinking you were from a steampunk Mario game. Yeah, I was trying to think of a steampunk thing, and I'm sure I've said clockwork before, but then also uh, thinking about peaches, because it's peach season. Oh, I see. So you weren't actually thinking of any of the pop culture peaches we referenced. (laughs) Correct, no. Oh, man, pop culture peaches would be a great name for a girl punk band, though. Mm, Yeah. Like a Josie and the Pussycats? Exactly. Like, it's not, like, screaming uh, angry punk, it's just, like, sort of sneering, like... K-pop. High high nasally voice punk. What was that that band that people liked for a while that had an incredibly hard-to-listen-to lead singer? The Dolly Rots? Mm, No doubt. I'm thinking of. (laughs) I mean, for sure, um... Uh, uh, Cole? Pa- what was that? Paramore. Paramore is what I was thinking of. Oh, no. They have a very incredibly talented lead singer. Jeff's in love with that woman. That's fine. She's still very hard to listen to because her voice is annoying. I don't know about that one. Like, I actually like some of their songs, but I cannot listen to them for very long because I don't... There's some quality to her voice that I find very grating. Yeah, Maybe it's the femininity. Did you ever think about examining yourself, Matt? <laughs> um, I, if you look at the song, the MP3s on my phone, ninety percent of them are punk bands with female lead singers. So I don't think it's that one, Jeff. <laughs> Damn, I was trying to catch you I, in a trap. I always yeah. wonder if it's because she was a child actor, so she like projects her voice in a way that I find kind of fake. Yeah, I was listening. <laughs> okay, this is gonna be a wild turn, but um, I was listening to Donovan on Spotify the other day. <laughs> yeah, Pop Princess Donovan. <laughs> I mean, okay. it's not that far off, but like the way that he sometimes enunciates his words makes me feel like he's making fun of me for listening to his music somehow. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I feel that way about Natalie Merchant. <clears throat> Louisa, have you confused Haley Williams with a different famous person? Because I don't think that she was a child actor. Jenny Lewis is who I'm thinking of. Oh. She, she also weirds me out because she's from Seattle and she has a Texas accent in every single Rilo Kylie song. Hmm. I wouldn't know. <laughs> but I do find her voice irritating. Yeah. I mean, she did learn to sing from uh, those commercials where a cowboy yodels about Roy Rogers. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> no? He Remember- was the singing cowboy, right? <laughs> yeah. Remember when they had those fixins bars at Roy Rogers? And you could yeah. just put as many fucking onions on your burger as you wanted. Yeah, another <laughs> victim onions. of the pandemic, am I right, you guys? Uh, the salad bar at Wendy's, can we just have it back, please? <laughs> I just want chocolate pudding with my hamburger. You mean the you mean the virus <laughs> bar at Wendy's, Jeff? Oh no, mm. uh, I don't believe in it, so it's fine. I'll be oh, okay. invincible. I can go back to Disney World today. <laughs> yep. Good, great. Yep. Oh <laughs> man. Yeah, I don't like to think about it. <laughs> so well, instead, Louisa, what did you do this week? Uh, speaking of peaches, I made some peach ice cream with some mm. fresh local peaches, which is really nice. Did it taste like World War II baseball players? No. Do you get the reference this time? 
Mm, I don't. Please explain it. <laughs> Go into detail. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I haven't made peach-flavored ice cream before, and it was fun. Uh, it seems a little soft compared to the other types of uh, ice cream that I've made, but it does have a lot of peach syrup in it, so. Do you make your own peach syrup, or is this a like a Tarani thing? No, I make my own. It, you, you sort of juice it out of the uh, peaches once you cut mm-hmm. them up. Which fucking takes forever. I thought, well, this ice cream recipe is pretty straightforward. This won't take very long. But it took me an hour to peel and core, or pit, I guess, and then slice up the peaches into tiny little squares. Man. That's good I'm- podcast listening time, though. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. <laughs> is it So is there ever a scenario where you use puree instead of syrup to make your ice cream? I always thought that was the way you did it. Like, you make your custard and then you mix in a puree of the v- fruit or vegetable, I guess, like I almost said. <laughs> well, rhubarb. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's not, no. <laughs> rhubarb ice cream, do it. Ugh. Rhubarb's I mean, the worst. I've had parsnip ice cream, but it's actually not bad. Yeah, I've had tomato ice cream at Shake Shack sometimes. That's a fruit. That that's well, a true. fruit. Yes, true, but it has a uh, savory kind of taste yeah. to it as well as a sweetness. I, I've had a corn ice cream. Corn mm, is yes. a vegetable, right? I think yes. so. <laughs> okay. Uh, I almost said cucumber, and then I remembered that's a fruit. I think cucumber ice cream would be good, though. Is it a fruit? Yeah. I thought it was a squash. Yeah, a squash is a fruit. If it's like a uh, thing that has the seeds in it that a flower turns mm. into, it's a fruit. That's why that's okay. why they call that incredibly watery orange beverage squash. Yeah, I got him. Um <laughs> Nope. Get it. <laughs> no, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a UK uh, beverage. It's ah, it's the same as high C, where they can't legally be like this is orange juice because <laughs> it's, it's got just a bunch of other shit in there. It's yeah. just UK tang, <laughs> and the only reason that I know anything about it is because Jeff, this is gonna, this is going to firmly secure it in your mind exactly what it is. It is a beverage that our grandparents always had, like half a glass of it watered down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you yeah. know? Do you understand what I'm saying now? Yeah, yeah, like a minute made, but not the orange juice, like the orange aid. Yes, exactly. Or like just pouring a Gatorade, half of Gatorade into a glass and then filling it the rest of the way with water. Like, mm, I can't handle all yeah. of the, I don't know, electrolytes or whatever. Um, That's some real war rationing shit that stays with you, huh? Yep, for sure. I am guilty of that only with store-bought uh, iced tea. It's really? Too, it's too sweet. Yes, get, I agree. Get I get uh, unsweetened. Yeah, Matt knows. Either Pure Leaf or Arizona is okay sometimes. Yeah, Pure Leaf is is the only one that I like. I'll get the my favorite one is the Turkey Hill Decaf Diet Orange Tea, um, and I will mix that half with water because it is like cloyingly sweet. Yeah, no. I find that <laughs> other than Pure Leaf, most of the store bought iced teas that I've had are like sweet without any other flavor. Yeah. Which is weird. I can do... The reason that I can do the sweet pure leaf is because it has enough of the tea bitterness to balance it. But the problem isn't that it's too sweet as much as it is, like, it's too watery otherwise. It needs some other flavor to stand up to that sugar. Yeah. We gotta stand up to that sugar. (laughs) I mean, that's not untrue about America. (laughs) The worst culprit of that, I find, is McDonald's, where their sweet mm-hmm. tea is so sweet. Like, it's sweeter than any other bottled iced tea I've ever had in my life. Yeah. So I'm the person who has to stand there and fill half the cup with uh, sweet tea and then half with non-sweetened tea. Mm. Yeah. I do that. Uh, I'll I'll do, like, uh, 
Or sometimes I'll do the like the unsweetened tea and put a splash of the lemonade in it. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say just mixing your own cocktails up in the yeah, soda bar. Absolutely, <laughs> everyone does. That's the whole point of those soda bars. I don't do that. No, that's crazy. No, the best um, thing is you get uh, diet coke or Coke Zero with just like a little bit of orange soda in it. Probably my most controversial stance on iced tea is if you need to put lemon in it, then you have already fucked up. Like, it should taste good enough that you don't need lemon. Agreed. Mm. Yep. I don't like it with lemon, because the lemon they put in is usually concentrated dried lemon or lemon oil, so it just tastes like furniture polish. Yeah, and <sighs> if if it's just lemon and sweet, it's basically just lemonade, to the point where sometimes at fast food places I can't tell the difference yeah. other than the color, and maybe that is the only difference, I don't know. Louisa, have you never wanted to just drink a little bit of furniture polish, though? <laughs> It looks so creamy it's when you're just, pouring it out. Yeah. Mm, it's just that mm, Louisa, mm, mm, Louisa mm. isn't a coward and she goes straight to the source. <laughs> yeah, she makes her own syrupy lemon oil to drink. Yeah. <laughs> this is furniture of polished flavored ice cream. <laughs> oh man, can we do like artificial flavors of things that you're definitely not supposed to eat? Antifreeze uh, flavored ice cream. <laughs> Wouldn't that Jeff. be real sweet? Jeff, I need you to stop immediately and apply to work at Jelly Belly, because this is the exact kind of thoughts they're looking for. Oh, yeah, battery acid-flavored jelly beans. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, wait, they already have that. That's their lemon-lime one. Ooh, got them. Burn. Yeah, yeah I, need to, I need to make some of the bad-tasting Harry Potter flavors. I guess they wouldn't have battery acid, because they all use, like, whatever, magic candles. It still do. exists in the world, so it must have a every flavor bean. You could do something that's just kind of off-putting, like uh, use coconut um, extract and uh, probably some other, like, fragrances and then make, like, uh, suntan lotion flavored uh, ice cream. Oh. <laughs> but, like, thought- it wouldn't be inedible. It would just be kind of gross. Louisa, I know that you love and appreciate every time that Jeff and I give you uh, get-rich-quick ideas on this show. Uh-huh. So you should start at every flavor ice cream company, because even though no one will like it, everyone will buy it. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You know what else? People are, they like the idea of that sort of thing so much, they convince themselves that something is what it is said to be. Yes. Like mystery flavors for things, like those mystery flavor lollipops. They don't taste like anything particular to me, and a lot of times companies just use them as a way to, like, switch from one batch to another, so they're just <laughs> garbled, garbled up nonsense. Yeah. Yes. But people will swear to you that they know exactly what flavors those are, so you mm-hmm. can just make up whatever and color it whatever color. Yep, that just like how all peppers taste the same, even though they're different colors. <laughs> just the bell peppers. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't disagree. This, no. <laughs> I, the weird thing is that I'm on Jeff's side for this. <laughs> I cannot believe it! The listeners have to know that in our friend group, no one agreed with Jeff except Matt, and now yep. both of them are against yep. me, and I'm Aha. in the party. That's why uh, I saved the fight for when we were in this scenario. <laughs> Audience, drop in our Discord or on Twitter and let us know, do all the different colors of bell peppers taste the same to you? Now, I don't think they all taste exactly the same. I do think you could tell the difference in a taste test, but I do think that they taste enough the same that it doesn't really matter. Okay, yeah. 
Now I'm going to be the voice of reason for the audience, so you can see this beacon of light shining down on you for a second here. <laughs> All the colors of ripe bell peppers do taste very similar. I couldn't tell them apart with my a blindfold, probably. But green peppers, because they are unripe, have a much stronger and uh, less sweet flavor. I guess that's why I prefer... Uh, like, the green ones are always cheaper, so I'll just buy those if I'm just making tacos or whatever, because I don't care if it's sweet. I guess, but it's so strong for me that it overpowers everything else. I will say when I'm eating them raw, like at a crudite or whatever, I <laughs> tend into to... into them like an apple? <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Yeah, I am Chairman Koga or whatever from Iron Chef. No. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they have them in crudités and those, like, trays of hors d'oeuvres with ranch dressing or whatever. Yeah. And I tend to go for the colored ones over the green ones because you're right that it is a bit too bitter when it's raw, but when it's cooked, it doesn't really make a difference as far as I'm concerned. What's up with those purple and white ones? Mm, they're super cool. I they love the look, purple ones. They look diseased. <laughs> <laughs> they look awesome. I will. I am a sucker for any vegetable or fruit that is the wrong color or the wrong size. I mm. cannot resist such a thing. I will buy things that I have no reason to eat, and then I'll have to eat them anyway. I Little remember tiny getting pumpkins. a dish. I yes. remember getting a dish at a fancy restaurant that had purple carrot, and it tasted like a not as good regular carrot. And that's <laughs> when I got off board on the crazy color vegetables <laughs> thing. See, I don't mind those. Rainbow carrots, I like to roast them up, and then they, they, they all taste the same to me. Although, maybe this I, maybe there's more science behind this, but I like red shard, and I hate green shard. And I don't yeah. know that there's a flavor difference, but it, I maybe it's just the color. I don't know. For some reason, I can get on board with red shard every day of the week. Yeah, they probably have different flavor compounds. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like red cabbage versus green cabbage. They do taste a bit different. Uh, all cabbage is disgusting, so... <laughs> I, I cabbage. I think I cabbage like, is nothing. I like raw cabbage if it's, like, chopped up in a slaw. That's, yeah. that's pretty good. But cooked cabbage is, like, eating, like, wet, slimy paper. Yeah, I don't like cooked cabbage no, very fine. much. Well, well I, like I like sauerkraut. No. <clears throat> I don't like sauerkraut, but mostly because it looks disgusting and sounds disgusting and smells disgusting. <laughs> I don't know that I have tasted it. <laughs> I don't think sauerkraut is technically cooked. I think that it is uh, raw fermented cabbage. Could we, re could we remarket sauerkraut as vegetable ceviche? Hmm. I like I mean, what you're thinking kind of here. With kimchi, right? That became the cool food. Oh, yeah, kimchi is looks gross just... and smells disgusting <laughs> that people will eat. <laughs> yeah, but they, they didn't take it far enough. Kimchi che. Ceviche. Uh -oh. kim kimchi no. ceviche. Kimchi che. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, uh huh. White people can't even pronounce chipotle. You're <laughs> expecting this out of us. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, man. Why did we start talking about cabbage? I was talking about peaches, which I love. <laughs> You came with another cooking segment, Louisa. We yeah. have to make our own fun. Oh, boy. Anyway, it's peach season, and everyone in no, an area no. where peaches are growing should eat No, some. no, you can't. Now that you've complained about it, tell us your joke. What joke? Make, you wanted so bad to talk about your peach ice cream, so make it funny. We won't help. Jeff, don't help her. I won't make it funny, but I will keep talking if you want. <laughs> I will filibuster you to death. <laughs> I don't think you know what this podcast is, Louise. <laughs> this podcast is all of us pointing a gun at each other. We've already talked about that. <laughs> 
Uh, I I think I have the best idea of what this podcast is because it's the same thing I use podcasts for, which is as a replacement for interacting with people. So you <laughs> yes. just you just want to hear people who have a good rapport having a conversation about whatever. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's partially part. true, but I do want them to be funny sometimes, and I think that that's the thing that you are least interested in, Jeff, of the three of us. Yeah, I'm an experimental, edgy podcaster. <laughs> Where you're just like, it doesn't matter if it's good or sounds good or is funny or anything. Yeah, it just needs to make me happy. Yeah, that's all you can do in life. Be happy? No. <laughs> I can't, I tried. Oh, gosh. Anyway. Okay. Oh, you're gonna say something? Uh, no. It, you are. You're gonna say something. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought I didn't want to know if you were gonna We've say something. We've entered the standoff again. I said, hey, Jeff, what did you do this week? Okay. I've been playing. I actually just started last night. Uh, well, I could talk about this game or I could talk about the electric scooter I bought. I should probably talk about the electric scooter, huh? That's ac- actually exciting. It's certainly different from what we normally talk about. Yeah, uh, so I splurged, and by splurged, I mean my psychiatrist changed my medicine, so I'm making all kinds of irresponsible spending choices. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a capitalist dream, whatever I'm going on now. <laughs> uh, I'm just feeling a little more reckless than usual, uh, so I bought the... Is, is, wait, is your prescription just vodka? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, whoops, sorry. <laughs> I've been ha- I've upped it to more CCs of vodka. Okay. <laughs> a number that is makes sense but not a high enough number that it would sound stupid if I said it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, this all checks out. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, I bought a scooter. I bought the Segway 9bot Max. Uh, which is an electric scooter from the people who brought you those uh, dorky things that Paul Blart Mall Cop stands on. Um, does this one have a gyroscope in it, like those n- two? I don't believe so, because okay. it does. It does have a kickstand. Oh, okay. Um, now, now you said it's a nine bot. Is this the new horsepower? Because I'm very into it. Yeah, it has yeah. the power of nine robots. Oh, that's that's exciting. fucking incredible. <laughs> Nine whole robots, Jeff? <laughs> I thought they could tear the earth in half. <laughs> uh, now, it's it's one of those uh, East Asian electronics giants that just has a name that's like two English words smushed together. Oh, okay. Um, All right. So, so it's, I, not, it's not a German factory and they don't use robots? <laughs> no, it's a Russian factory and the robots are really sad. <laughs> Russian that's... that's yeah, that's where robots come from, right? Some Russian play. Russia. Uh, I think it's Yugoslavian, isn't it? The <sighs> yes, or maybe Rossum's Czech. U- Rossum's Universal Robots was the name of the play. Right, that's was it. That's robot? such a Czech good name. Or though, yeah, Eastern European for sure. Yeah. Czech. You are right. Mm. Uh, anyway, um, I um, I got the scooter on Amazon after a little bit of research via Reddit uh, and Wirecutter.com. <laughs> and Reddit told you to kill yourself. <laughs> well, thanks, Reddit. I'm going to check somewhere else now. Reddit yeah, just re- told me to look at extremely disturbing porn. Yeah, so. Reddit told me to Google Lemon Party, and I did, and I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> and you so you needed a scooter. Letter. 
you need a scooter to get away from it to, to clear your mind of it. Yeah. Um, I did a little research and I had it narrowed down to uh, a scooter that was, you know, pretty good uh, and less expensive, but out of stock everywhere. Or this scooter, which was uh, the only one wire cutter recommended. Uh, like, usually they'll be like, here's the best, like, the best option if you have extra money to spend, the best budget option, and like, the best option for these other features, for whatever products they recommend. This one, they were like, this one's our only recommendation. All of the other possible ones have like, major flaws where we won't recommend them. Huh. So I was like, alright, I'm gonna trust that, and I bought it, and it's great. Um, I, it has, it says on it that it can go up to, um, 40 kilometers on one charge. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one knows how far that is. It's impossible to know. Uh, I did, I had to like use the phone app to switch everything to miles per hour. Um, <laughs> but I wrote it. Please stop you and say, do you know how fast you're going? He's saying that. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get Google Translate on my phone and then hold it up in front of the odometer. (laughs) While I'm scooting it at 30 kilometers per hour, however fast that is. Um, I rode from my house, which I can find the distance as I'm talking, down to City Hall in Manhattan. So I crossed a bridge on this thing, and I discovered the bridges are a great place to take a scooter or bike because they have a nice, wide bike lane that is completely separate from where the cars are. That's cool. Um, And then Manhattan was easier to scoot in than Queens because there's, like, big, wide bike lanes on all of the big avenues. So that that was great. Did um, any uh, bike messengers tell you to kill yourself? Because I feel like there's a very aggressive bike culture in Manhattan. Oh, there was there was absolutely a guy who uh, yelled at me for something. I don't even know what. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> now, Jeff, how many steps away right now are you from us convincing you to buy and ride a Vespa? Because I want that so badly, and I uh, think you would look so cute I a little <laughs> mint green Vespa with your helmet. I have also always really wanted one of those i would need uh those are like full gas powered uh machines like you need a motorcycle license for those yes but they're not hard to get yeah uh someday that's a someday thing this was a like i have this money to blow right now um i it was 8.8 miles down to city hall okay uh and then i went from city hall to the cheesesteak shop to pick up a cheesesteak um, and that was an additional three and a half miles. Then I went from the cheesesteak place all the way back home, um, and that was six miles. And after I got home, I still had two of the five batter- uh, bars of battery showing on my device. That was pretty good. Yeah, so- I was I was out for like two and a half hours. It was great. So how does this thing work? Do you need to like push it to start, or do you just press a button and it the motor comes on, or how does it work? Uh, it has a little on button that turns okay. on the display. Uh, it, it looks, I should have said, it's shaped like a standard kick scooter, like a Razor scooter. Okay. Um, but it's obviously much bulkier, um, because it's got a big battery and motor in the part that you stand on. Um, you push off, you kick off, and then there's a little, like, thumb throttle 
on on the right hand side is just like a little like lever that you push with your thumb, uh, and then you're off and away. Um, and there's the the on off button. You can uh, double click it to switch the speed setting from eco to D to S. And I know the S stands for sport. I don't remember what the D stands for. Uh, but when I have that it set, dick. To, yeah, you can <laughs> set it to that dick. Um, it's the like max- the equivalent of truck nuts. It's a standard dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> That sounds like the kind of thing you would yell at someone in traffic. <laughs> hey, spider dick. Hey, that's a bike lane. <laughs> yeah. Hey, get out of here, you scooter dick. Oh, Christ. Um, so I can get up to, when I have this set to sport, I can get up to 19 miles per hour. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, Does it feel it dangerous? It feels a little dangerous, but it's really nice to get the the wind whipping through your t-shirt and the holes in your helmet. Um <laughs> Okay. In a way that's very cooling and pleasant, even on a hot day. Does this thing recharge uh, via USB? I assume. Man, I to your computer. I wish that it just was like a USB C port because then I could like charge it with my battery pack. But yeah. no, it, it 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 has a like plug that plugs into a wall. Like the, it's not like the PlayStation one is two little circles. Mm. This one is three, and I've seen that oh, before, yes. but I don't remember on what. But it looks like the Telltale Games logo a little bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and it has a hole in its side shaped like that that you just plug the cord into. You can get a battery pack that has the like Edison connector plug on it. I have one, so if you ever need to do like a cross-country trip on the scooter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to house-sit from my parents because they're going away and can't bring their dog. Uh, next week, or I guess this upcoming week, and I'm gonna bring the scooter and scooter around the suburbs. It's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Um, so, I guess that's all I have to say about the scooter. I've scooted all the way around town. It's fun. That's cool. Cool. Matt, what did you do? Uh, so I have been playing around, I think we mentioned it before, but the last couple of weeks has been the Steam Summer Sale. It just ended. Uh, and I recklessly purchased a few VR games uh, that I had been wanting that were on sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, I bought, yet again, Skyrim. I think this is the fourth time I've bought Skyrim. Uh, Wait, was- hold on. Has Louisa tried Skyrim? Louisa, ha- have you tried Skyrim yet? No. Okay. <laughs> I did put it in. I did put okay. it in for that other episode. Yeah, <laughs> you did. I did hear that. <clears throat> I mean, if you want to, you can edit it in right before that thing. You just said. No, I'm, I'm gonna. Um, anyway. Uh, I got Skyrim VR because it was on sale for like $13 or something, and I was like, yeah, I'll give this a shot. And as expected, it's hot garbage, but... <laughs> Uh, the mod community around it is extremely active, and it's so cool to mod this game. So um, did you have VR sex with Crash Bandicoot in there? <laughs> uh, not in there, no. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> in nice. my dreams, though. <laughs> nice dodge. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, but there's some cool stuff, like, somebody created a, um, VR mod that that works with the speech recognition program on your computer already to make it so that when you're doing dialogue, instead of selecting it out of a menu, you have to read the line of the script 
no. to say your part so you can be like, hi, can you teach me about archery? And then they react to you. And like, it's so cool. It's so much better. Oh, and it good. also works for the <clears throat> made up words that you say when you're doing your dragon shouts. Yeah. So when you're fighting, you can just yell Fusro Da and it kills people. It's awesome. <laughs> I liked doing that on the, I, I had Skyrim for the Xbox 360 and I liked mm-hmm. to do that with the Kinect. Yeah, yeah, I mean, th- that is basically this, but with all the dialogue in the game, so mm. it's extremely exciting to do. Yeah, that feels like it would be a very cool, immersive experience, especially because this is a, like, two-handers game. Like, you yeah. have a, a weapon in each hand if you want. Yeah, and another thing that somebody came up with a mod for is you can be holding weapons in both hands, and there's an option, or there's a there's a mod that le- makes it so that if you trace a rune in the air with your hand, even if you're holding a weapon, it still casts that spell. So you can draw pictures of the spells to cast them. So it makes it feel like you're really doing magic. It's so cool. <laughs> I like that a lot. <clears throat> so... Um, you know, Skyrim is what it is. It's a game that was groundbreaking and now is extremely boring. (laughs) Um, but it's a great sort of sandbox for just trying out crazy VR stuff, and that is so fun. Is it super scary now to see the dragons? Because those are pretty scary on a screen already. They, them yelling at you is genuinely pretty scary, and Mm -hmm. like when, the, the scariest part is when you're going through dark tunnels and like giant spiders are around and you know it and they're coming for you, that's not good. Yeah. It is, the best part of the game so far for me is using a bow and arrow, because again, I put in a mod to make it so that you have to like pull the arrow out from behind your back and put it on your bow and draw back and then shoot to, like, actually make it work. Uh, And it's really hard to get the aiming right because bow and arrows don't work like guns, but it's so much fun. It's so much better than, like, just clicking when you want to shoot an arrow. It's incredible. Now, do you think if you keep playing, by this time next week, you'll have gaslit yourself into thinking that you really understand how archery works? (laughs) Will you be buying a real bow next week? Okay. Yeah, I feel like I already have done that a little bit, but that was before this. I kind of have gaslit myself into thinking, like, if I really tried, I could probably be an Olympic-level athlete on any sport. Yeah, that's that's the only thing that's stopping all of us, trying. Yeah, I just need to try a little bit, and I get there. Matt's gonna go one level up further this time, uh, and he's going to convince himself that Skyrim is the real world and this is but a dream. Mm -hmm. I mean, that would make sense. And him and Marion Cotillard are gonna get in a big argument about it. Yep. That's true. Inception jokes. Oh, yeah. it? Okay. It's been a long time since I saw that movie. I don't yeah, that, remember anything from it. That movie came out ten years ago. Yeah. Oh my god. Inception, tenth anniversary edition. <laughs> yep, this is it. You're listening to it now. It's all audio. Uh Wiki Time? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Alright. I am sorry to say that we have gotten uh Ben Ten fan fiction. Awesome! (laughs) At Uh, least it's not a wiki about wikis for once. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, Ben 10 is a show that I've never watched because I was too old for it when it first, like, started coming out, but it is one of those, like, children's action shows in the vein of a Transformers or Teen Titans or 
one of those, and it was on the Cartoon Network in the early 2000s, and there have been, like, seven different versions of it. He has a robot suit, yes? Does he? I think he has a very, very turn-of-the-century style, like, super-duper wrist communicator that he pushes a button on to turn into an alien. Wow. Because the only thing I know about this is, like, people referencing it of having a watch that, like has a green image on it and then you smash it and then turn into a robot or maybe an alien? Uh, yeah, I think he turns into ten different aliens and that's why it's called Ben 10. Uh, it, it only just occurred to me now how much of a, like, time period thing the Superwatch was. <laughs> Cause, uh, like... Yeah, like, Dick Tracy was also from, I think, the early 2000s, <laughs> 2000s. Right? His was just a regular watch, but he talked into it. I mean, like, a he big chunky... on it. It had a fucking video screen. We're still not there in real life. It was just a small, like, rabbit ears television, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was a communicator watch, Jeff. It was for communicating <laughs> on. Thank you very much. Yeah. No, I'm talking about these big, like, Beyblade yokai watch Ben 10 type of things. Okay, I want to say about this show, I've heard the name, so I did know this was a cartoon show for children after my time. Mm-hmm. I actually knew nothing else about it except that it pr- the main character was probably a boy, so I had no idea about any of this. Everything you're saying is absolutely new to me. Yeah. So it's like um, Kim Possible or something, maybe? Is he a spy? Yeah, it's, it's sort of Kim Possible for boys. Hmm, okay. Um... I think Disney Channel did a lot of the, like, we're gonna do the standard genre cartoon, but girls watch this channel, so we have to make it appeal to them as well. Uh, whereas Cartoon Network has been run by craven misogynists for all of human history, um, and they have cancelled shows explicitly because uh, girls were watching them instead of boys, and their perception was that girls don't purchase merchandise of any type ever. Yeah, women don't be shopping. Since yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's a great <laughs> joke, Louisa. Oh. Thank you. Uh, so, in the background of this page, I'm seeing like uh, some kind of energy cell or like a plasma tube or something. It's green. Oh yeah, I'm I'm seeing some kind of like green and black 2002 goop. Yeah. Uh, it says Ben 10, a fan fiction. Ben 10 is probably the official logo. The 10 has a little uh, inside the circle of the zero. I guess it's his watch, the face of his watch. Yeah. It looks okay. like Black Widow's logo from the Avengers that she has on her belt. Uh, I I violated the terms of this show a little bit to go to the Ben 10 fandom wiki as opposed to fan fiction wiki mm-hmm. so that I could learn a little more about the different things he turns into. Um, oh, he turns and- into things. Yes, he. So he has this watch. He like slaps his. He chooses something on the watch and then slaps his hand into it, and it transforms him into an alien. I suppose. Although okay. almost all of them look like robots, but they do. It does say aliens, so I'm gonna say fine. I'll accept it. That is just what aliens looked like in 2005. So apparently, there's like a bunch of different um, people who have this ability. And he's they, just is this one a of Green them? Lantern ripoff? Kind of. Okay. Or like Beast Boy, maybe, more. Okay. Uh, so there's Gwen 10 and Ken 10 and Mad Ben 10. All of these are great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this reminds me of Mega Man EXE a lot. It has that sort of vibe to it. I don't know if either of you ever played the Mega Man Battle Network games at all. No. Nope. 
Um, but it was very much a like, yeah, I'm a kid and my friend Mega Man lives in my watch on the internet. <laughs> and when I push a button on it, I can summon all of my friends like Proto Man and Guts Man. <laughs> yeah, so, those great friends. <laughs> is this real? So one of the... Oh, okay. Never mind. I figured it out. One of the categories of transformations on the transformations page of the Ben 10 wiki... Is sexual was, transformations. <laughs> was Benjamin Franklin's transformations. <laughs> okay. And I was like, is this show implying that Benjamin Franklin was the first of these, like, alien rangers or whatever? But I think it's a joke. I think this is like, I guess Mad TV did a sketch about Ben 10. <laughs> That's actually ben a pretty Franklin. good gag, if I'm being honest. <laughs> No, it's not. You can't say that. No, I, I like meetings, that. Jeff. Um, anyway, a lot of these, these aliens that they can transform into are very badly named. Unitor, Slap Strike, <laughs> Back, Stinkfly. Oh man, tag yourself, I'm Stinkfly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this whole thing was just a vehicle to sell action figures. Mm-hmm. It's just not a very good one, is the thing that shocks me, is, like, He-Man was just to sell action figures, but at least all of those characters were different characters. These are all the same guy in different forms. Does he transform, or does, like, he switch places? I mean, all all I can tell you is that this page is called Transformations, dog. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. So, this uh, wiki actually does have more information than the many... Uh, it says, Ben 10 Fanfiction Wiki, more commonly known by its shorthand, BTFF, is a wiki where anyone can write fanfiction about anything related to Ben 10 and view the fanfiction of others. As of today, we have 29,689 pages and counting. And That's a, too many. Yeah. We have a new user guide, and they tell you what canon means, which is important if you're writing fanfiction. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. There's no welcome to the page or anything on this page. It just says literally the words, Welcome to Ben 10 Fanfiction. Welcome to it. the jungle. Yeah. Mm, oh, he's 10 years old, you guys. He's 10 years old. Oh. That's why it's Ben 10. His last he, name is Tennyson, too. Does he okay. lose his powers when he turns 11? Is it the opposite Ooh, of Harry question. Potter? <laughs> no, he has, a, he has a friend named... Potter. He has a friend named Kevin Eleven. Oh, God. Oh, that's extremely good. <laughs> Does he have to change his name when he gets older? Oh, uh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. His name is Kevin Eleven, and he becomes Kevin Eleven. Wait, so he when... becomes Kevin Eleven? Ben 10 becomes Kevin Eleven? No, no. Kevin <laughs> Eleven. And then Belvedere 12 <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that was terrible. That's not oh. worth laughing at. <laughs> this show's been on for 15 years. Has he been 10 this whole time? Oh, man. I was very upset that he turns into more than 10 aliens, but it has nothing to do with that. He has 26 transformations in the original series. Maybe That's he only has many. 10 at a time. That's too many, guys. Yeah. I can't... Yeah. I often think about this with kids' shows, and I don't know if it's just kids' brains work better than mine, but when they have, like, oh, well, he ha- he can play 75 songs on his thing, and they each do different things, it's like, how do you keep track? How do you remember yeah. what any of his things do? If you're watching the show, can you be like, oh, play the one song that makes you turn into a green apple, or whatever, like... What is that? You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Kids do do that, though, because they have nothing else to do. Yeah. Uh, I present to you Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. 
Jeff knew but, all about Pokemon. Yeah, I know but, like 500 of the Pokemon, and I'm an adult who can't remember anything. The reason <laughs> that Pokemon is bad is because even though there are 500 Pokemon, there are only like 35 moves. Mm. Hmm. I guess. Let's freeze them out on this one, Louisa. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit debatable. <laughs> Here's the thing. The first, when I played a, the original Pokemon Blue, and I was playing through it, I was like, this is so awesome. There's so much depth to this game, etc. And then both uh, Squirtle and, like, you know, Sea King or whatever, both learned Water Gun, and I'm like, well, fuck. Like, what's the what's the functional difference here? If they can both learn the same moves, like, just get any water type and it's basically the same. Yep. So you figured out Pokemon early is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, so that's why Pokemon is bad, and that's why Ben 10 is bad. Okay. Yeah. Question Speaking mark? of things being the same, the featured page uh, for June... It's not June anymore. The pe- Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> the feature page for June is Rainbow Connection, which is an alien, but then our other feature page is Ghoul's Eye, which is also an alien, and they both kind of look like Mothman. They have the same color scheme, they're pretty much yeah, the same guy. I was gonna say, if if you are a writer for Ben 10, and you're like, I know that kids are dumb, I don't need to work, put too much work into this, <laughs> and you have to create 26 transformations... What number do you think you can get away with of those transformations that are just strong? Because mm, I, <laughs> I was going to say, I could argue 25. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. You need ones that are strong, like uh, with fire powers and then water powers. You want to balance your team if you're going to go up against a gym. <laughs> you see? <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's what I'll say. I think that there is some some real connective tissue between this and Pokemon, because functionally you are turning into those different Pokemon when you fight in battles. Yeah. Like, you being the trainer, you never do anything as the trainer. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I would like for there to be some kind of, like, use-in-case-of-emergency move in a Pokemon game where you as the trainer can (laughs) run up and just punt that fucking Jigglypuff. (laughs) Just be like, fuck off, Jigglypuff. You like, hurt my Pikachu, how dare you? Yeah, because here's the thing, right? I get it. In a league match, obviously that would be offsides. But if you're fighting Team Magma or whatever dumb shit, like, they're not playing by the rules. Let me just run up and punt that fucking hyena thing. Let me get like, incinerated by this bone dragon's ice beam or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, they're gonna, like, they're gonna drown all the land. I'm just gonna shoot him. Yeah, I'm just gonna bring a gun to the Pokemon battle Listen, and sh- shoot his coughing dead. People have definitely <laughs> joked before about the Pokemon trainer using a gun. Yeah, but <laughs> I laughed so much at that very good Photoshop job someone did for a Pokemon Sword and Shield, and then the third one was gonna be Pokemon Gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's an extremely good point, though. Do they even have guns in the Pokemon universe? Uh, only in the fifth generation game, because that's the one that takes place in America. Boom, got us. Yep. <laughs> is War Turtle some type of gun just by his mm. existence? Blastoise is a gun. War Turtle, what is it good for? Yeah. What is it good turtle for Tull? What is it good for Tull? <laughs> yeah, Fortal is definitely the there best it is. word. <laughs> uh Blastoise is two guns. See? Why isn't he illegal? Because mm. <laughs> he doesn't shoot bullets out of them, I guess. Guys, we're just writing X-Men fanfiction at this point. (laughs) Yeah, that X-Men fanfiction where Cyclops just has a gun and he shoots Magneto to death. 
I mean, literally, there's a line in the X-Men movie about uh, these kids are as dangerous as guns. They should be regulated. So, like, I'm not that off base here. And then the Iron Giant is like, I'm not a gun. I'm Superman. That's true. Yeah. And well. Then, and then Carl from Family Matters is like, I shot a kid with with War Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> We're crossing over too many things. Uh, I got. Yes. I got a random page. Okay. I've pasted it in the chat. It is I Guy from Earth 1010. Uh, I actually, when I opened this page, I realized, oh, I've heard of this character. So I don't know why. So is this a canon character? Uh, yeah, I think that this is just someone's, um, like, fanfiction version of I that, Guy. That's nothing. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't... Wait. Okay, sorry, go on. I have something to say at the end of this. Okay, uh, Earth 1010 is the universe where Death of Ben 10, Ben 10 Reboot Revolution, and Ben 10 Road Trip take place. Yeah, I want to talk fan about fictions. this. Okay. This is uh, what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Death, Death of Ben 10 is like a fanfiction story arc? Yeah. Is this like Funeral for a Friend? <laughs> version yeah mm-hmm. and then three four different ben tens uh all seek to claim the title of ben 10 after ben Listen, 10's Jeff, death you're talking like it's crazy but gwen 10 is a thing and i don't know i don't know if that is <coughs> canon or not but gwen 10 is a great no his sister's idea. name is gwen tennyson so yeah gwen 10 is a thing um, let's see. Main article, Death of Ben 10 Chapters. Let me see if any of this has actually been written at all, because I'm betting it hasn't. Is this guy a real guy from the show? Like, his, uh, character art is pretty, uh, uh competent. Yeah, he's a real guy from the show. Okay. Um, he it's really just... looks like a Green Lantern here. Like, extremely a Green Lantern. Even if yeah. that has the Green Lantern logo on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um... I think this show was created by a collective of comic book artists called Man of Action, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so probably at least uh, one of them had written or drawn Green Lantern at some point. <laughs> and they're like, hey, I know what to do. I remember some stuff. <laughs> I'm just going to do a Green Lantern. Yeah, this is, a, this is a Man of Action production, their first one. He evolves into Ultimate Eye Guy. <laughs> cool. What's Ultimate Eye Guy like? I don't know. It's, he doesn't see. even have his own page. It's just a uh, oh. link of evolutions. Is evolutions a thing in this, or is this a fanfiction thing? Uh, no, I was looking at... I was trying to find a full list of the aliens, and I could only find the voice cast, and there was a separate section of, like, ultimate forms of all of the aliens. Is this a, just a... Weird. I'm starting to believe that this might be what... Um, Steven Universe is referencing and I just never knew oh. that it was referencing anything. Yeah, that makes some sense. I can see Cause, that. Because, like, there's all the, like, fusions and transformations and stuff, and I thought that that was maybe a very like, not very direct reference to, I don't know, Dragon Ball Z I guess, with fusions and stuff, but this is a very direct, like people push buttons to turn into their war forms and then evolve and combine, and I think they're, like, light form-based when they transform or something? I don't know, there's think, holograms involved? I think it's probably a case of, like, drawing inspiration from the same things. Because mm. uh, it's, it's just, like, this seems like some... We need to water down an anime so that American kids will like it type of stuff. 
Is Ben 10's power technology-based, or does he have some kind of, like, DNA superpower physiology? (laughs) The Wikipedia article called it a magic wristwatch, but everything in this fanfiction wiki seems to be indicating that the watch contains DNA of all these aliens that allows him to transform. Yeah, I'm also tipped off. There's a like a, a evil universe Ben Ten that I click through to, which is Ben Twenty Three, and I'm like, is that a DNA reference? And I think it probably is. That's pretty good. I like that. I guess. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> he looks like Justin Bieber. That one. He's fourteen and he has an earring. <laughs> Ooh, he's so dangerous. <laughs> No, I want to know about Ben 23, actually. His favorite color is blue instead of green. Ooh, <laughs> so wait, no. When does he die? <laughs> Not soon enough. I don't know. I, I mean, like, I really, I do want to know. Oh, my God. Um, ben 23 just looks like uh, when Peter Parker is emo in Spider-Man 3. <laughs> he's got the swoopy hair and he's wearing, like, a vest and tie with his jeans. Yeah. It's it's genuinely weird to me, the idea, and I, I mean, I'm as guilty of this as anyone, of, like, you like something as a kid, and then when you're grown up, you want to see that thing grown up, because mm-hmm. that's gross. 100% of the time, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah. I am impressed, though. I went and made sure I read this wiki's rules before we dived into it, and uh, you can't have... Um, any sexual references in any of your stories yeah, that you post here. Yeah, the fact that they're like, hey, you don't know where to start? Click here, we've got a user guide, don't worry, we'll invite you into our community. I'm like, oh, so people actually care about <laughs> what people say on here. Yeah. Does that mean that we can't comment on these things? Are comments locked? Yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, I'm logged in, so maybe comments oh, aren't no. locked for me. Yeah, but, but they will be traceable back to you, Jeff. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> They'll never find me. <laughs> um, all right, Matt, give us, hit us with your rando. Okay, my random page is Maple Syrup the Fish. Yuck. Maple Syrup is a character in Cheesy and the Incredibly Large Rock, so maybe people don't care that much about what you put on this page, because this is like trolling, but the kind of trolling that kids do when they don't really understand how to be actually annoying, and it's just dumb instead. Yeah. Maple Syrup doesn't say much, he just kind of makes this blurp sound all the time. He's very oblivious to everything, kind of like my dog, damn thing is still on that iceberg, blah blah blah. Doesn't even make any sense, that's such a non sequitur it doesn't even read like a joke. Yeah, yeah it's, this, this is, is what sm- kids think humor is, is yeah. just saying things that don't make sense. Yes. I've clicked through to Cheesy and the Giant Stone. <laughs> so That's what it's called! What it's called. <laughs> That's what it's called on the its own page. Is it possible that this is translated uh, from a language none of us speak? Yeah. Yes, that's mm-hmm. always a Martian, for sure. Yep. <laughs> Uh, there's Bananas the Pterodactyl, Ketchup the Baby Dactyl. Pterodactyl's not a thing. This is making me feel insane. Yeah. I hate it. Alright, I'm turning this Why off. Why is this allowed? <laughs> yeah. I guess it's not. I need to know. It's not technically forbidden, that's why. Yeah. There's nothing I, in the rule book that says a dog can't write Ben 10 fanfiction. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs do love food, I think you're onto something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't have any explicit problem with uh, kids writing fanfiction, but having to know about it because of this podcast is something I really, really don't like. Yeah, it's deeply damaging. I do feel like kids writing fanfiction for their own entertainment is fine, but as soon as you're putting it out 
onto the internet, you are inviting commentary to some extent. <laughs> this is what the uh, <laughs> bully in his 30s says to his child. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there that is what me, a bully in my 30s, is saying to these children, yeah, correct? Yes. <laughs> they're, they're inviting commentary from members of their peer group, the Ben 10 fanfiction community, not from us chuckleheads who are just going to dunk on them. Oh, yeah. man. They'll never uh, know, though. No one will ever yeah. know. No one listens to this show, but... <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna hashtag it Ben 10 so all the Ben 10 heads find us. Yeah, that would be great the time. You know you- what? You know what? I guarantee you, if I knew shit about Ben 10, I would be even more angry at these uh, these fan fictions that don't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> do, you, do you guys ever feel like... How do I say this? Yes, I feel like that every time we record. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like Big sigh. how do I say this all <laughs> yeah, the time as well. <laughs> uh, do you ever feel like maybe you want to dip into writing some of these fan fictions because you would blow all the shit that's already here out of the water? Yes, this is the problem. I was just thinking about this in relation to, like, um, Fifty Shades of Grey and all mm-hmm. of those, like, shitty fan fictions that somehow got published and then that person made money off of it. Yeah. Like, I bet I could write smut better than that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I haven't read it, but I'm sure it's not that good. Yeah, it's not. Go yeah. for it. Like, yeah, you can absolutely. self-publish on Amazon. Yeah, self-publishing your own smut seems, like, very <laughs> depressing to me, though. People make so much money with it, though. Maybe that's why that's Chuck true. Tingle is a person you've heard of. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. Maybe yeah, I'll write some smut. It. Yeah, do All it. right, let's let's watch, come up with Matt's smut writer name. Oh, my God. Okay, this is great. <laughs> uh, do we have any parameters? Uh, well, I'm going to start us off. Uh, you're just going to take another pre-existing name, and you're going to be known as Remington Steel. Mm. <laughs> what about Remington Steel? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's a port name. You oh, have to shit. be more subtle than that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, genuinely, my pen name that I've used in the past is Tom Renhart, because it's an anagram of my name. That is pretty good, but it's not horny enough. <laughs> isn't it? It's got heart right in there. I guess horny- the heart isn't directly connected to horniness, but it's involved, I feel like. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm already writing poetry, you guys. <laughs> That's the first line of your uh, book, <laughs> told from the first person, about them falling in love. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's about a heart surgeon who falls in love with a with a with a male nurse. Yes. Okay. Oh, nothing well, else. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's you've got. He's saving it all for the paid and then, version. And they fuck later. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah. That's getting me going. I'm yep. ready for it. All right, we're done with this. Back no, to the Ben Ten wiki. Yeah, thing. I didn't say mine yet. Yeah, that's why I said back to the Ben oh, Ten wiki. Uh, he meant we're done with writing smut for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're never going to be done with that. No, absolutely not. <laughs> you have to send us some of the money if you sell any of it. All right, though. I will definitely do that. I mentioned this before, but I read uh, the Fifty Shades of Grey books. They're very incompetently written in many mm-hmm. ways. But the uh, framework of the plot that she falls in love with this rich man means that there are no conflicts in the book, which will yep. really strike you if you read it. Like she has a problem; it's solved by money. They're happy again. Like, that is how it goes through the entire thing, and it's baffling. Like, when you read it, you're like, there's nothing here. There's no plot. Yeah, you're talking about porn, Louisa. (laughs) Like, there's never a conflict in porn. No, no. There are lots of uh, mm, racy novels, I guess, because it's not really porn. Like, it 
mm, describes things, but like in a uh, R-rated way, not like an X-rated way, right? Mm. And there are plenty of books that actually have some kind of plot and just some kind of uh, huge argument that then leads to some kind of huge resolution in the end. But this yeah, but, has nothing. But those are less popular, which makes me think that when people want to read porn, they want it to be less <laughs> conflicting and more just arousing, I guess? Mm, they, okay. they, want, they want it to compl- contain workplace sexual harassment at a safe distance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so I've linked you to my page, which is yep. Man Bat. Oh, the Batman villain? Yes. And the picture of it looks exactly like the Batman villain. Oh, the Batman yeah. villain? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a an illustration taken, I believe, from one of the Batman cartoons. So is this a fanfiction crossover with Batman? Because that I'm into. It seems to be more of a reference, if you want to read the description there, oh, Louisa. Shit. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, Man Bat is a uh, corrupt sapien from the planet Arkham. Get it? It's not spelled like Arkham from Batman, but it's the word Arkham. In Ben 10 Alien Alliance. It was first used by Ben in Better World to scare everyone. It was first used by Ben 10 in Better World to scare everyone. So it is the man bat? It's a transformation that he can do, I think. Yeah, okay. I think so. Oh, man. Uh, so <laughs> this piece of art is actually just, like, taken off of someone's, um, like... It seems to be an artist drew this as a style guide for that mid-2000s Batman cartoon that uh, coincidentally looked pretty much just like Ben 10, <laughs> called The Batman. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, and it's from the it's from that artist's website. Yeah, so well. they just stole somebody's art. Yeah, but they stole uh, work-for-hire corporation-like art, so I think that's more fine than if it had been fan art. <laughs> I see down below in the gallery, um, they've just photoshopped the Ben 10 logo into the middle of its chest for some of these. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, trivia, he's stronger than Jet Ray, so don't even worry about that. Mm, yeah. Strong. The main thing about these transformations <laughs> is strong, I hear. Uh, Man Bat is originally a villain from DC Comics Batman. The picture is from Man Bat the Batman, so they do admit it there. Okay, good. And that's about it. There's other stuff, but it's not important. <laughs> I just don't know why you would need 23 of these. Or, like, however many fucking things there are in the fanfiction universe. Yeah. Like, surely once you've got one that's strong and can fly, you don't you don't need any more, right? Just do that one every time. Yes. Yeah. Like, like, he used this to scare everyone? Surely he's got other transformations that are scary. I'm lo- I've seen a lot of them today. Yeah. You know how it is. Things like this, they always run out of ideas. And they're like, we need a new thing for him to be. Oh, here's a fun idea. In episode four of the series where this man bat is from, Ben accidentally transforms into the Joker with some Joker DNA. Oh my god, that's not <laughs> even a thing! Joker DNA from the species of Joker. Yeah. <laughs> I did wonder how he made those fish that made everyone go insane. Yeah, where does he get those wonderful toys? He there put it. Joker DNA in there. <laughs> One of the alien transformations in these fan fictions is called Slow Hands. Oh, no. <laughs> oh man, maybe some of them are pornographic. <laughs> yeah. Who's that, Aretha Franklin? Is that Aretha Franklin related? Mm, somebody, I don't know. Wedlock, wait. 
<laughs> Hold wait, on. Wait, one of the aliens is called Wedlock. I need to know everything about this. Is it spelled edgy, like just with L-O-K at the end? No, it's L-O-C-K. The species Aww. is Nuptialoid. Oh no, what? That's actually very good. No, I like this I'm a lot. I'm starting to like this more. <laughs> um... I really love... It's almost like an X-Men parody. Yeah. <laughs> like, wedlock. And he's in, like, a tuxedo with pouches all over the legs. Guys, this might be commentary. Wed and Locke have a notoriously dysfunctional natural relationship between another one, comically arguing <laughs> like a bickering couple, typically over the pettiest things, due to their different outlooks and frequent struggles on understanding the other. It's very common for them to drop everything and start arguing with one another over what one is doing to bother the other. There's, there's gotta be a better way to say that. Yeah, right. um... Do they uh, join wait, into, no, I haven't. Do they join into one thing, like a Steven Universe uh, Garnet? Yeah, I think so. I have a way to say it. You okay. could say that all of their interpersonal problems are born out of wedlock. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm so pleased with myself. <laughs> I do think that it's worth pointing out that one of the comments on this wedlock page is... Uh, the only comment, actually, is someone saying... I read this name as Weedlock and got excited <laughs> thinking that someone had made an alien about weed. <laughs> alien about weed. Great. Oh, uh, God. This alien, guys, this alien is all about weed. Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> How many t-shirts on T-Fury that are Ben 10 are about Ben 10 but weed? Because they're green? Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. probably. Yeah. Hold on. What? Which website? I said T Fury, but you know, whatever. Just type. Just, I'm typing in Ben Ten, but weed. <laughs> into Google. Ben mm, 10. It says, "Did you mean Ben Ten bit weed?" <laughs> Is that ben the new Bitcoin weed shirt. <laughs> specifically for drugs? <laughs> yes. I I want one of those uh, T-shirts that just has a standard gray, but in like a Bob Marley hat and smoking weed, but with all the Ben Ten aliens. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you wanted a T-shirt that's just gray and says the words Ben Ten but weed. <laughs> There does not seem to be any uh, Ben 10 weed t-shirts. I am finding only weed t-shirts or Ben 10 results. Are Ben 10 fans still too young to be extremely into weed culture? No, it was 15 years ago the first series came on the air. Maybe they're, mm. or they're done smoking weed, so that uh, market is over. But there, there should be some record. It's the internet. I don't know. I don't know how anything works. Let's see. If you were 10, 15 years ago, you're 25 now. Yeah, these people still smoke weed. <laughs> these, these people are smoking more weed than ever. <laughs> Perhaps they've always been smoking weed, if you think about it. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to our show. We and I'm sorry. liked it, and if you like Ben 10, please explain. <laughs> I genuinely want to understand this because it doesn't seem to make sense, but that might be a lot of it because it's fan fiction. I mean, it's 10-year-olds, so it probably makes sense if you watch it. Yeah. I'm sure it does. I mean, I, I have tried many times to watch shows that I thought made sense when I was 10 and watching them, and now as an adult watching them, I think I was bringing a lot to the table there. <laughs> yeah, you were bringing a lot of, like, back-of-the-action-figure-box uh fill in the blanks with you. <laughs> or even just, like, I bet this is what's going on. Like, 
<laughs> I think kids have this thing of assuming that the people who are talking to them know what, what they're saying more. Yes, yeah. So you're just like, mm, that probably makes sense, and I just don't get it. <laughs> what do you think was the first show you watched growing up that was actually good? The Simpsons. Yeah, that might be true. What about one that's specifically for children? Do you think that just all of them were bad when you were a kid? Uh, I will say I just recently watched an episode of Animaniacs because they just added them all to Hulu, and it's still awesome. Mm. (laughs) It's Uh, still good. I think all, if you're going to go way back, I think all the Mr. Rogers and Sesame Streets of the world, those were all very good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, those are so boring, though. I wouldn't want to well, watch sure. those. <laughs> but they are for anymore. small children, and they are yeah. quality television. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it's mostly stuff that's for tweens that sucks. Yeah. yeah. Tweens suck, I, though, to be fair. I was trying to remember <laughs> the other day, like, because obviously there's the current, um, I guess not that current, fad of My Little Pony, the new reboot or whatever. <laughs> the new batch. Yeah. And I was trying to remember what fucking anything about the plot of the old My Little Pony was, <laughs> and I don't think there was one. It, well, like, speaking of, speaking of a thing with no conflicts, yeah. well, you could say My Little Pony is the Fifty Shades of Grey of the early 80s. Can we, could we please of, not say that, though? The plot of all 80s comedies, especially ones geared towards girls like uh, Care Bears or My Little Pony, is... That all our characters are wonderful, and they all have specific, like, looks and colors, usually, and then there's some evil person who wants to get rid of all the colors in the world, but then every time they thwart that person through the power of friendship. That's everything in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, the Care Bears were something I liked, even though they were indistinguishable from everything else. Especially considering the fact that Gummy Bears was around at the same time and was the same thing. Gummy Bears had a great theme song, though. They did, yeah. Fucking, the only reason to watch it was that awesome kick-ass theme song. (laughs) I don't know that I uh, have ever heard it, because I I never saw that show. You should look it up, because it's excellent. Yeah, and it tells you about their powers, which is bouncing around, because they're gummy. Mm-hmm. Mm, makes sense. Uh, I prefer the DuckTales theme song. It tells you about all their duck adventures. That is also very good, yeah. but, like, too overplayed. You will be mm. opening a new world of delight for yourself if you look up this <laughs> Tell Me Bears theme song. Yeah, you know what? It's, let's, get, let's forget the nostalgia for DuckTales. Let's bring back nostalgia for uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Fucking talk about a great theme song! <laughs> uh, yeah! Right into one of Matt's <laughs> Oh my god, I loved Rescue <laughs> Yeah, let's bring that back. I, when I was a kid, I would run home from school every day to catch Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. What kind of, like, failed power pop rock musicians from the 80s did Disney manage to hire a dozen of? Because, yeah. oh, like, they had a bunch of rock-solid bangers. Yeah. I feel like they, they there were so many studio musicians in, like, L.A. at the time, and they'd just be like, here's a check for $5,000, come play a wailing guitar riff for this cartoon show. Yeah, uh, the, I, I listened to the Punch Up the Jam about the uh, Goofy oh, yes. movie song, Eye to Eye. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was just, like, it was just written by one of Prince's producers who <laughs> wasn't famous, but had written some of the best pop songs of all time. Sure, that not? makes sense. <laughs> Alright, anyway, thanks for listening to our show. Uh, if you want to uh, get in touch with us... Oh, no, first rate and review us on iTunes before you get in touch with us. Yeah, don't you dare contact us. Yeah. <laughs> Send um, us a screenshot of your review or you can't come in the Discord. It's true. 
don't say that. People think you're serious. Um, we're never serious. Nothing we've ever said on this oh, show. Oh God, have you have you checked our email in a while? Oh God, no. <laughs> I haven't what checked our been... email in at least six months on this show because of yeah, that. but you know, people start podcasts and will email when they're on like episode fifty of our previous show. Yeah. Well, you could you could check. Okay, it if you want. I don't I don't have the password. Uh, neither do I. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod. And uh, if you want to join our Discord, that's the main re- way that we communicate with people. Not email, because that's that's for your grandma. Yeah. Your email's for your grandma. Use the Discord instead. Uh, you can get in there by messaging us on social media. I'm on social media at Matt Heron at Mastodon.online. Uh, I'm on Snapchat and Instagram as JeffJK. You can also go to Mastodon.social slash at Jeff JK. Boy, I am not doing well with social slash in the like. <laughs> you can say it the to... way everyone else says it, like yeah, a normal say it person. Like I say it, and then well, no, because I like just giving people a URL that they can go to, and it'll bring them right to my page. Because Mastodon works in a weird way where it's hard to follow someone otherwise. Well, anyway, that's where you can find my thoughts. Um, you can go back and read all of my. Uh, Reviews of the trailers I watched in the before times when we had movie theaters. <laughs> uh, trailers for movies. That yeah, you can read all of my Star now. Trek Discovery spoilers that I try not to actually put very many spoilers in there because uh, I don't want people to think that they'll never watch it and then spoil it for themselves. Well, that's all my stuff. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, you can find me on Mastodon at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. Uh oh. Uh oh. Did Matt leave? No. Right at the end of the show, oh, too, that so bastard. Oh, another Matt's oh, here. Oh my god! I'm I got here. to find it out. I don't know which one to shoot. <laughs> which? Damn it. Uh, shoot Flexo. <laughs> Are you back? Okay. Yes, I'm back. I said my thing. It's just time for you to end the show. Okay, alright. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Please come back next time. In the meantime, keep your pockets on Shrek. Don't read the comments. Do your job!